Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com This morning, Germany horror. A child among four killed after a car ploughed into pedestrians at high speed. Sydney storm, thousands left without power as a supercell wreaks havoc. And Beijing backlash calls grow for a boycott of Chinese products as our Prime Minister makes an extraordinary appeal. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. There have been horrific scenes in Germany this morning. At least four people have been killed and up to 15 others injured after a car ploughed into pedestrians in the city of Trier. Let's go live now to Europe Bureau Chief Hugh Whitfeld. Good morning, Hugh. Witnesses say the car sped through a pedestrian zone. For about a kilometre, Jody, with witnesses saying they saw victims flying through the air. And this is the moment the 51-year-old driver suspected of carrying out the attack was pinned down by police officers just four minutes after the first emergency call was made to authorities. His grey Range Rover cornered by officers' cars after the murderous spree that appears to have targeted Christmas shoppers. Police say he hit people at random. Among the dead, a toddler after the car reportedly hit a pram. The mayor saying it was a sight of horror and very soon after, armed police very quickly locked down the city centre uh, of this town in the western part of Germany. At this stage, a motive remains unclear. Police saying the questioning process is very difficult. They say the man they have arrested, though, is a local man and he does not have a police record. Germany has seen terror attacks targeting Christmas in recent years. Twelve people were killed when an Islamic State-inspired terrorist drove a truck through crowds at a Berlin Christmas market in 2016. Police working very hard on this occasion to try and work out exactly what is behind this incident. Jody. Terrible scenes. OK, thanks, Hugh. Back home now, and thousands of homes have been without power all night after storms lashed much of New South Wales. Lightning strikes sparked a fire in Sydney and caused major delays for commuters. It came in quick. This is gnarly. And packed a punch. Oh. Sydney and its surrounds battered by severe thunderstorms after a day of scorching conditions in the west. The storm cell lighting up the sky and slowing down the commute home. Streets in Auburn flooded, 
Lightning strikes knocking out power to dozens of suburbs and causing major delays on several train lines. While in Asheville, the bell tower of a historic building set ablaze. Firefighters working quickly to put out the fire and save the rest of the building. In the Hawkesbury, hailstones peppered down and wind forced the rain sideways. And on the south coast, while trees were knocked down at Goulburn. It's come from here very strong. But as quickly as it arrived, the system disappeared. Han Yuan, 7 News. The upcoming Australian Open tennis is in danger of being cancelled with authorities in a standoff with game officials. The main issue is the strict quarantine requirements for players in Melbourne set by the Victorian government. Tennis Australia yesterday revealed there are lots of options on the table, including abandoning the competition if a consensus can't be reached. It's understood if the tournament gets the green light, it will be pushed back from January 18 to February 1. The New South Wales government is expected to release a roadmap today with proposed dates for lifting remaining COVID restrictions. Religious leaders are hoping measures will be further eased on places of worship in time for Christmas. We are very likely moving to have a much more freed up system before Christmas. It comes as limits on gatherings were relaxed yesterday with up to 50 people now allowed at homes and in public spaces. Western Australia is lifting its border to Victoria and New South Wales just in time for Christmas. From December 8, residents from the two eastern states will be able to enter without having to quarantine. But the WA Premier has warned he won't hesitate to reinstate the border if there's a risk. If we have any outbreaks, if we have any problems, uh, we won't hesitate to put in the hard border again. South Australian residents are still not allowed into WA. Prime Minister Scott Morrison has made a direct appeal to Chinese citizens explaining Australia's stance over a doctored social media image. Let's go live now to political reporter Rob Scott in Canberra. Good morning, Rob. It's an extraordinary move from the PM. Good morning. Yes, it sure is, Jody. The Prime Minister taking to the social messaging app WeChat for the first time to defend Australia and its armed forces, insisting uh, that the violent image of an Australian soldier slitting the throat of an Afghan child was fake and that it would not diminish Australia's respect for the Chinese community at home and overseas. While he did warn Australia is a free and democratic country, he said he hoped to use the messaging platform to communicate directly with Chinese Australians to explain his work and national policy. Policies. That, as Australian embassy officials met their Chinese counterparts in Beijing overnight, trying to get an apology for the fake meme which was tweeted by a government official. But China's embassy here in Canberra has dismissed, quote, the rage and roar of some Australian politicians over the tweet as an overreaction. There are now calls to boycott Chinese-made products in the lead-up to Christmas. They've got a stranglehold on us and I'm saying we've got to get out of that stranglehold. I wouldn't be into boycotting something because then of course they'll boycott us and you just end up in a round robin don't get anywhere. Yesterday marked exactly a year since the first confirmed case of COVID-19 and now leaked documents show China misled the world, revealing infection rates were double those declared and hundreds of deaths weren't declared at all. Jody. 
Okay, Rob Scott in Canberra, thank you. The federal government has sent a please explain letter to the ABC over its report revealing two senior ministers had affairs with staff members. Communications Minister Paul Fletcher has accused the ABC board of failing its code of practice by reporting inaccurate details and breaching the privacy of the ministers involved. The ABC says the report was in the public interest. A man's in a serious condition after falling downstairs in Sydney's CBD. The 34-year-old fell several metres at one of the entrances to the train station at Martin Place. He was rushed to hospital with a head injury. A Gold Coast motorbike rider is lucky to be alive after swerving to avoid a ladder rack that fell off a ute on the M1. Despite the 2016 date stamp, this actually happened last Friday. Travis Irwin was almost run over by a car and his bike was badly damaged. The 24-year-old remains in hospital with severe gravel rash and bruising. Australia's housing market is bouncing back as home buyers embrace regional and coastal areas. Nationally, home prices rose 0.8% in November, the most since before the pandemic hit. Regional home prices rose 1.4%, the biggest lift in 16 and a half years. 32 regional areas had record prices, including New England and northwestern New South Wales, West and northwestern Tasmania, Newcastle and Lake Macquarie in New South Wales, Shepparton in Victoria, the Sunshine Coast and the ACT. Kingfisher Bay Resort on Queensland's Fraser Island has been evacuated due to an out-of-control blaze that's now burnt through almost 50% of World Heritage-listed bushland. Firefighters have been working to keep the inferno away from buildings but say that's all they can do. What we're trying to do is shape and manoeuvre the fire because we don't have um, really um, the conditions to extinguish a fire. There are calls for an inquiry into the management of the bushfire after it was revealed Parks and Wildlife only handed over responsibility of the blaze to QFES on Friday. And the Sunshine State is in for even more dangerous fire conditions today as its heatwave continues. While it will be 34 in Brisbane, the temperature will reach a scorching 42 in Gatton, 43 in Richmond, 44 in Roma and 46 degrees in Gundawindi. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Police have released extraordinary pictures of the moment a prisoner staged a bold escape in Adelaide. The 33-year-old broke through louvers and lowered himself with a rope made of clothes tied together. He can then be seen casually walking away. It's the first breakout from the site in more than 20 years. The escapee is wanted over firearms offences and is still on the run. 
It's one of the most common and dangerous conditions in children. Asthma claims the lives of hundreds of Australians every year, but now a new device can detect oncoming asthma attacks early, an important breakthrough for one of the country's best-known sportsmen. When Michael Clark's daughter was just three years old, she suffered from a severe asthma attack. An extremely uh, scary experience um, for an inexperienced dad when it comes to asthma. I had no knowledge about it. The former Aussie skipper became determined to help other parents better understand and manage their child's disease. Asthma is not in my family, it's not in her mother's family, uh, and it scared the lights out of me. 2.7 million Australians are currently living with asthma. 16% are children. Bushfires, hot weather and thunderstorms, a lethal combination. We're already seeing high, really high pollen counts and really, really bad air quality in the air, and that's triggering people's asthma. Now a new Australian-made handheld device, the Weezo, helps sufferers manage the condition by analysing their breaths. It's a sophisticated electronic stethoscope that records breathing and isolates wheeze rate, which is a very common symptom for asthma. And sends the information straight to your phone. Last year, 421 Australians died from asthma. It's hoped this new device will not only give parents peace of mind, but will help save lives. I would definitely encourage them to go and speak to their local pharmacist and to see if this device is right for them. Samantha Brett, 7 News. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones is up this morning. So is the Nasdaq. In London, the FTSE rose and so did Germany's DAX. It was a similar story closer to home. Japan's Nikkei and Hong Kong's Hang Seng closed higher, while the All Lords and the ASX 200 both closed up by more than 1%. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,816 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 45 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 73.5 US cents, almost 77 Japanese yen, and a dollar for New Zealand. China has successfully landed a spacecraft on the moon. China's National Space Administration announced the Chang'e 5 lunar module touched down as planned. The solar-powered lander will now collect rock samples. The spacecraft is due to return to China in the coming weeks, becoming the first mission to bring lunar samples back to Earth in more than 40 years. Swedish police have arrested a woman in her 70s who's suspected of holding her son captive for almost 30 years. The woman's 41-year-old son was found in an apartment in Stockholm by a relative after his mother was taken to hospital. The man was reportedly found lying on the floor covered in sores and injuries with almost no teeth. He's undergone surgery in hospital. The worldwide monolith mystery has deepened, with another one of the metallic objects appearing on a hilltop in Romania. The shiny triangular pillar was found near a well-known archaeological landmark and closely resembles the one spotted in a Utah desert two weeks ago. Both the Utah and Romanian monoliths have since vanished. It's thought the mysterious installations are the work of a prankster. Prince Harry has opened up about how becoming a father has strengthened his desire to protect the environment. He sat down for the launch of a new conservation awareness platform calling for action, not words, when it comes to fighting climate change. US correspondent David Woodward has more. Good morning, David. What did he have to say? 
A morning, Jody. Yes, it was an impassioned Prince Harry who has called for action in the fight against climate change, urging people to be doers rather than just talkers. His words, he made the comments at the launch of a new environmental and conservation streaming service called Water Bear. The Duke of Sussex, of course, a long-time environmental advocate, lauded for his conservation work around the world. It was the first time Harry's spoken since his wife Meghan revealed the couple's heartbreak at suffering a miscarriage earlier this year and speaking as a father, Harry invoking his son Archie as the motivation behind wanting to improve the world. Have a listen. For the moment you become a father, um, everything really does change because then you start to realise, well, what is, what is the point in bringing a, a new person into this world when they get to your age and, there's, and, and, and it's on fire? Yes, Prince Harry speaking there in his capacity as head of Africa Parks and further proving that the young royals living here in America are not afraid to speak out loudly on issues that they feel passionately about, Jodie. OK, David, thank you. Actor Ellen Page has come out as transgender, changing his name to Elliot. The 33-year-old, who wants to be referred to as a he from now on, revealed the change on social media. Page is best known for roles in the films Inception and Juno. Formula One world champion Lewis Hamilton is likely to miss the remainder of the season after testing positive for COVID-19 following his victory in the Bahrain Grand Prix. Doctors report the 35-year-old is in isolation with mild symptoms, but due to strict protocols, it's unlikely he'll be able to enter any more races this year. It's unclear who will replace him at Mercedes. Cricket legend Shane Warne is worried India will struggle to be competitive when Virat Kohli leaves the tour. India's superstar captain is heading home after the first test in Adelaide to be with his wife Anushka for the birth of their first child. They'll be wanting to win Adelaide. I think they're going to struggle without Virat Kohli. You know, when you lose arguably the best batsman on the planet, you know, it makes a huge dent. Australia will likely make a last-minute decision on the makeup of the final 11 for today's final one-dayer, with David Warner and Pat Cummins both needing to be replaced. Sydney FC had the last laugh over Aaron Moy's Shanghai SIPG in the Asian Champions League. The A-League champions ran rampant against the Chinese Giants, cruising to a comfortable 4-0 win. Oh, what a goal! Thumped in by Luke Bratton. No chance for the keeper. Wei Chen at full strength, not a hope in hell. Despite the big win, Sydney can't qualify for the knockout rounds with one game to play. The Roosters have confirmed the signing of 17-year-old sensation Joseph Suwali. They paid a transfer fee to arch-rival South Sydney and now will push for an NRL rule change to allow Suwali to play next year. Now into December, the Storm still don't know if Cameron Smith's playing on or retiring. It'll be good to know. It'll be good to know. But, um, look, I'm sure those, uh, those conversations are taking place. I'm sure we'll know sooner rather than later. The NRL Premiers were named Australasia's best team for the second straight year by a sporting analytics company. The Queen's Christmas plans have suffered a setback due to the worsening coronavirus pandemic in the UK. Her Majesty had been planning to spend the festive season at Sandringham, as she does every year. However, Buckingham Palace says having considered all the appropriate advice, the Queen and the Duke of Edinburgh have decided they will spend Christmas quietly at Windsor Castle. 
Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a front is generating very strong winds and showers in Tasmania and Victoria, while a trough is triggering storms in New South Wales. Around the capitals today, a mostly sunny day for Brisbane, tops of 34 degrees, Sydney 24 and mostly sunny, Canberra sunny and 26, Melbourne 19 and cloudy, clearing showers in Hobart 17 the top. Adelaide 23 the top, increasing sunshine, Perth sunny, heading for 26 degrees and a possible thunder storm and 34 degrees in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Wednesday the 2nd of December.